0: So that's B.J. Palmer, Bigness of the Fellow Within, 1949. I want you to notice something very important about B.J.'s message here, because B.J.'s message shows us very clear that what chiropractors do is not crack backs. We don't crack backs, we don't pop, we don't manipulate. The word subluxation isn't even there. That's on purpose, right? Do you get why B.J. did this? right? Because back then, back in 1940, I'm going to take you back, because a lot of guys don't know the history the way I have been able to, been blessed to study it, right? What happened in 19, the early 1900s and so, when BJ was kind of kicking butt with chiropractic, right? There are people flocking to the Palmer School in Davenport. And there were dozens of chiropractic schools all over the place. There's 30, 40, 50 chiropractic schools in this country popping up everywhere because it was so popular. And then BJ invented the neurokilometer and started using x-ray, all this other kind of stuff, really making amazing advances. But then the war started within chiropractic, right? When physical therapy stuff started entering into chiropractic, there started to be a battle. And it was the battle of the people who want to do chiropractic and then the people who want to become a chiropractor but not do chiropractic and just make some money and just concentrate on back pain, neck pain, headache, whiplash, those kind of things because that's easy. It's very easy for me to explain to Jack the reason that I can fix your neck because your neck is hurting is because I'm going to touch your neck. Right? And if I touch your neck and push this bone in Jack's neck, then Jack's neck will feel better. Simple. Right? You don't have to do a lot of explanation. All right, You got that? Lie down. And now what we'll do to, before we do that is maybe we'll put some hot packs or cold packs or put some ultrasound or TENS units and all these other kind of crazy things because everything makes you feel better and chiropractic became this feel better. Uh, institution instead of this work-better institution because that's what chiropractic was based on, right? You read this thing. Chiropractic doesn't say anything about feeling better. It doesn't say endlessly at work trying to evolve its forms so they feel really nice, <laughs> right? It says endlessly the forms work so that they can produce more, right? The whole point of what we're doing is to produce. Do you understand that? The whole point of life is to be productive, right? That's the whole point of life, And not just to reproduce in terms of your own progeny, but to produce. The whole point of your life is to produce something, right? And you might as well be happy doing it, right? Why be upset doing it? You might as well do something you love and enjoy it. So when you look at this kind of thing and you see what happens, you see that there was a war developed in chiropractic. So by the 1950s, and, and this is 1949, so we're in, 1940s and 1950s, now the Warren Chiropractic was really big. And you had the B.J. Palmer side, where they were just talking about adjusting subluxations, and then you had the other camp that were, let's do all this other stuff, right? And then B.J. Palmer, unfortunately, 1961, he passed away, right? He, um, When he passed away, chiropractic was at a low, so a lot of people were going out of chiropractic. There weren't as many chiropractors at that time because on the last five or six years of B.J.'s life, he was really not able to keep up the travel schedule that he had for years, kind of promoting this thing called chiropractic. And when B.J. Palmer died in 1961, that was a very big turning point. Guess what happened? Just, I want you to think about this. You may or may not know. Guess who was the single most important person in the 1960s who turned chiropractic around? One person. Dr. Sid Williams, right? He stepped into that space. He stepped into BJ's space, right? That was Dr. Sid, right? So for all you people who may diss Dr. Sid and whatever, I had the good fortune of having 10 years by his feet, listening to this man talk, right? Don't diss Dr. Sid, because you wouldn't be here, nor would chiropractic be here if it wasn't for Dr. Sid, right? So BJ Palmer, when he passed on, he gave the torch to Dr. Sid. But I want you to look at this, because the reason that B.J. wrote this in 1949, the way he did, was to educate chiropractors what chiropractic was. Because back then, chiropractors were kind of splitting off and saying, well, it's just so much easier, I can make so much more money with just the back pain thing, and so much easier, and I can use these great machines. And everybody thinks machines are better, right? Everybody thinks machines are better. Like, if you look something up on Google, they're like, oh, you Googled it? Oh, I must be right. Right? Because they believe the stupid machines, they believe like Wikipedia is the, the source of all great knowledge in the world, is like Google and Wikipedia. <clears throat> when it's not if you really think about what we're trying to accomplish, what we're trying to accomplish when we look at this kind of thing is this inner power speaks. Right? This is all about inner power. Right? What is my job as a chiropractor? My job isn't to make someone feel better. Your job is to make someone feel better. If you're in clinic and you tell someone I'm gonna adjust you and your back's gonna feel better, you are wrong. Do you get that? You are wrong, wrong, wrong. Because how do you know? How do you know? Just because you push your hands on their back that they're going to feel better. Do you know that? Can you say that with absolute certainty? Can you give a 100% guarantee? No. Because you have no idea what's going to happen. I adjust people and sometimes their back pain feels great. I adjust people sometimes their back pain feels the same. I have a patient who's been coming for 15 years, her back pain hasn't changed one iota. She's not coming to me for back pain. Why is she coming? Her life. She wants a better life. She wants a better quality of life. Right? That's what she wants. That's why the people are coming to see you. They're not coming to see you to get rid of their back pain or to help with their asthma or ear infections, all that kind of stuff. They're coming for a quality of life. That's why they're there. <clears throat> if they're an adult, they're coming because they want to have a better golf game or they want to be able to go to work and be less comfortable or they want to be able to pick up their grandkids or whatever it happens to be. Right? If it's a kid, they just want to be able to be a kid. Do right? you know how many kids can't be kids because they're subluxated? Do you get that? Do you know how many adults can't enjoy their life because they're subluxated? Right? It's our responsibility. You know what our responsibility is? Our responsibility is every man, woman and child on the planet get adjusted. That's our responsibility. That's our responsibility. It's not, let's adjust whoever can, we can adjust. And whoever We should be, I don't understand how chiropractic is such an amazing secret. I don't understand how come every day when I have a new patient coming into my office, they say, I never heard this from any other chiropractor before. This yesterday a young lady comes in, she's been to seven other chiropractors in her 30 some odd years on this planet. <clears throat> I'm telling a chiropractic story. She says, I never heard anything like that before. I said, really? She said, they're all like, uh, yeah, your back is bad over here, lie down. Let's give you a crack. I'm like, we're not a crack house, right? That's not my job. That's, that's, that's not what I do, right? What I do is I remove interference. We allow the power that made the body to heal the body. We, we work with the, the subtle substance of the soul. And I tell my patients this, right? What the hell are we so afraid of? Telling patients, oh my God, they might think us weird or different. No. They think you're totally awesome, right? Now, if you think you're weird saying it, then you're then going gonna to portray that you feel weird about doing it, right? But why not just tell the truth? That's what it is. You can sugarcoat it and you can, you, listen, if you just want to make money, you can make a lot of money just working on back pain, all right? 80% of all people in the country have back pain. So certainly you want to make money and that's, and you like cracking backs and pushing on backs, then you can certainly do it. But one of my favorite quotes from BJ Palmer is You never know how far reaching something you may think Sarah do will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. You never know how, how far reaching something you may think Sarah do will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. I want to have a bigger effect. That's my goal. My goal is I want to have a bigger effect. You know, I, I took care of a family years ago. <laughs> and I took care of them for many, many years, and now two out of the three kids have become chiropractors. I like that, right? That's far-reaching, right? Because now I adjusted them when they were kids, and now they're adjusting other people. That's like way cool, right? We're always telling all our little kid patients, we have we, 50% of my practice as kids, we're, we're telling my little, my little kid patients, you make a great chiropractor, especially the new ones. We had yesterday's beautiful young lady, Super smart young lady. I said, and she's only nine years old. I said, You are so smart and so together and so well spoken. Have you ever thought about what you want to do when you get older? She said, No, no, not really. I said, Well, why don't you think about becoming a chiropractor? <laughs> okay. You never know, right? You never know how far reaching something. Imagine if what I said makes a difference and 10 or 15 years from now, she's right here in this program. Wouldn't that be cool? <clears throat> why not say it? So that's what I'm asking you guys. You guys are all in clinic now. Why not tell the truth? Right now, you got nothing to hide. Right? You, there's no, no big loss. Right? You're not paying mortgage you know, with income from your clinical practice here. You're not paying staff. You're not paying lights. You're not paying for headrest paper. Just go for it. Go for it. When you're meeting people on the street, are you telling them about chiropractic? <clears throat> When when are you gonna learn how to do this? When are you gonna learn how to get people in your office? Don't rely on the upper-class people giving you people when they graduate. That's a really bad thing, because guess what? When you graduate in your own office, nobody's giving you nothing, right? Nobody's giving you anything. I was just talking to a friend of mine, and he said, he he knew this one kid, young graduate, just uh, bought a practice, and he just sat on his laurels and thought that would be how he's gonna build his practice, and the practice disappeared. Because he did nothing. He did not engage his patients, right? He never emailed them, never called them, never went on Facebook and did anything to engage his patients, didn't do anything. He just said, oh, I, I'm, I'm here, I've arrived. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. Just like doing well in this school, how do you do well in this school? You work your butt off. Well, it's the same thing in the real world, right? There's only one time when rest is appropriate, when's that? When you're sleeping. Oh, the the dead, okay, <laughs> I thought of that one. When you're sleeping, other than that, there's no rest, there's no time to rest, there's too many people, too many subluxations. You know, so asked me yesterday, you're always busy, how is that? you're always busy? I said, everybody's got a spine, right? So, oh, I don't know, there's too much competition out there. What, are you kidding me? There's only 60,000 chiropractors, and, how many millions of people here in this country? Like 350, 400 million people in this country with 60,000? That, that's not good math. For, you to adjust, for us to adjust, everybody in the country, how many people will we have to adjust per person? <clears throat> right now, 60,000 chiropractors. <clears throat> 5,000 a week, 5,000 a week, all right? So, and that would be really challenging. You'd be nonstop all day, every day, including weekends, right? So give me a break. When someone says there's too much competition, no, there's only one place where there's competition. Where's that? Between your ears. There's competition, right here. Otherwise, there's no competition because everybody's got a spine. Everybody. So, who do we have to reach? Everybody. We got to reach everybody with this message. Not the back pain, neck pain, headache, whiplash message. They've heard that. They're not interested anymore, right? <clears throat> we got given the, the real message to chiropractic. Because right? myself and my colleagues who are giving people the real message, they're the ones who are really successful. The people who are struggling, they're the ones who want <clears throat> to mimic <clears throat> and monkey and parrot what's been done before. I'm telling you, this is the message we want to give them. <clears throat>